Welcome to the Unnatural to Some podcast. I'm Jay Wheeler with... I'm Jenny Bangs. And Nikki Sapphire. Hi, everybody. One year in the making. We're finally here. We're finally recording content. It's been a while. I know I remember you texting me about it. <laughs> yeah, but it, it takes a while to kind of get set up, kind of thinking about how this is going to go and the layout. and Oh, yeah. It's crazy because I can remember when this was just a conversation like we should do like a podcast. For all of you just now joining us because it's episode one. The something menace. What is it? Episode one what? Oh yeah. Episode one. The Phantom Menace. Yeah. This is episode one. The Phantom Menace. Wait. We're not doing Star Wars. Well, let's get back to like the subject here, which is what our podcast is all about. So no Jay, tell them. Jay. Tell them about the podcast. Ignore the lightsabers. I know we want to talk about lightsabers. <laughs> what do we talk about here? We're going to talk about everything. Uh, LGBT, polyamory, BDSM. A um, little quick backstory. Uh, I am coming from like the BDSM community. That's what I'm passionate about. Me and Jenny come, you know, we, we're obviously going to be giving more of the LGBT side of perspective considering you know we're transgender and we're both you know in the sex work community we're in the ad- adult entertainment industry and uh, we're polyamorous we're in a relationship with another person third person and uh yeah that's pretty cool so we we can I- I provide input on that but we're not like jay was saying we're not experts when it comes to these things so we're just learning with our audience is kind of what this podcast is about is learning with our audience. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, <clears throat> kind of when we were talking about this over a year ago, it was, hey, we're not experts. We want to kind of dive deeper into this. We want to uh, share the knowledge that we learn as we learn it. Also, inform people about like current events coming out because we feel like there's not a a place for that when it comes to our communities. There's not a place for uh, big news or any other major topics to be talked or discussed about. And that brings us on to possibly bringing other guests on here. Yeah, so that's something that we plan on doing. We plan on having guests, and what we want is to you know host guests that know more about things than we do. So Maybe get some professionals on here that actually know more than us and... You know, we could learn together, all of us. We have the ability to um, professionally put information out there. So we thought, why not? You know, there's not a lot of information out there. So also, they just want to hear our opinions, right? We have opinions. We have opinions too. I thought <laughs> we're I thought we're porn stars. Uh, we those have opinions. We're human. I we're swear. Al- we're allowed to have opinions. Definitely. Um. That that was like kind of kind of my point was I I do believe your your feedback, your opinions are important. Um to be honest, listening to podcasts like searching for BDSM podcasts, stuff like that, stuff that I'm interested in, I don't know of a podcast out there that has everything like all these topics, like about the adult industry, about polyamory, about BDSM about LGBT, um, having the ability to bring guests on, covering heavy educational topics, 
and then also just keeping up to date with like recent recent things in the media that as they come up like i honestly do not know if any of you do know please share <laughs> people are probably wondering who are you who are who's who is this man with us who is who is jay yeah tell who, us a little bit about yourself jay wheeler <laughs> who are we all that's a question no, so I'm I'm Jay Wheeler. I guess I come from the BDSM side of things. You guess? I guess. <laughs> yeah, I knew I knew I was different very early on in my life. It's something that I kind of like struggled with, kind of accepting, trying to come to terms with that. What does that mean? What does that look like? Thinking that I'm the only one. I went to therapy trying to fix who I was. Luckily, I got a good therapist. They, instead of trying to fix me, they kind of reinforced that I should accept who I am, um, yeah. which is very rare, I feel like, in the South. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely got lucky there. It's something that has, I truly believe, has always been with me. And there's there's a lot of theories on why people are, quote unquote, into BDSM. Uh, plan on covering that much later. <laughs> and other episodes and series. And that's, I think that's part of how I came to where I am today, like really embracing who I am. Cause I did started diving into a lot of research for, for probably about like the last 15 years, I've been doing a lot of research into BDSM, learning more about it, both on like the psychology level and the more fun levels, if you will. Um, <laughs> I was trying to explain to some people about BDSM and I, I feel like I was like throwing all this information at them, right? Like, Oh, here's this research. Here's this. And it was very overwhelming. I wanted something that was more relaxed, more natural that I could kind of turn them to, if you will. And you were into podcasts. (laughs) I, I've, I was looking at a few podcasts and I just feel like they, they didn't super explain everything I wanted them to. They didn't go into like enough detail. So kind of how the idea, Hey, fuck it. Let's, how let's, can we fix that? Right. Let's create a podcast. <laughs> and I'm not an expert by any means, but kind of the, the thought process was as I'm doing this research, if I had a podcast, it would force me to do more research forced me to share that research with everyone. And I really, I really like that aspect of sharing. And then I started looking like I didn't want it just to be about BDSM. I didn't want it just to be me talking the entire time. So I thought who out there could I create a podcast with? Obviously Jenny and Nikki were the first two that popped into my head. Why is that? Just because I knew I knew your your backgrounds, I I know what you guys do for a living, um, as well as in all my research of podcasts and other media out there, there's not a podcast in my knowledge that covers BDSM, LGBT, polyamory, and the adult industry. And to me, that's that's what we bring to the table. We this is not something that we step into like on a Saturday 
Yeah. Oh, Saturday we're polyamory, or Saturday <laughs> yeah. we're kinky. Saturday we're we're. This is our life. Well, right. that and we film on Sunday, so like that wouldn't <laughs> <Yeah>. make any <laughs> sense. <laughs> right. So, just sharing sharing our lives, sharing our story, sharing the research that we're doing. I feel like if there's just one person out there that can benefit from that, to me, the podcast is a success. Yeah. That's kind of what we talked about too. Whenever you initially texted me about it, I mean, I think the idea was at first we're going to do uh, some kind of other project with a car or something like that. But then it slowly turned from that to, Hey, I'm really passionate about this was coming from Jay. It was that he was talking about how passionate he was about BDSM and explaining his background with it and just kind of revealed to me, you know, that, he's been, you know, doing a lot of research on it and been dealing with these things for a long time. And it felt like I could relate to him on that. And I felt very passionate about trying to start this podcast because like Jay was saying, there's not very many voices to be heard, especially when it comes BDSM community, the LGBT community, um, the adult sex work community, which gets a lot of bad social stigmatism. And we just want to bring our own opinions there and just, say hey we have an opinion we don't be heard you know it's just uh just to show people that we're human we're not objects no we're not objects i think that's like that's also (laughs) something i wanted to show right so in the adult industry you guys still have voices you guys have opinions um you're not objects oh yeah so like this something that really drove home to I was watching a presentation and it was actually about a, um, a burlesque performer. And she was talking about how like the stigmatism of burlesque, like, you know, people look upon it very negatively. Right. And she's like, no, like this is, this is art. This is culture. This is part of who I am. And that's important. And I think everything, right. Like even, even like tattoos, have been a huge like taboo in our society for so long, but this is art. This is culture. Like this is part of who people are. Yeah. It's a, we're changing as a society and people need to be more aware of the people out there that are changing and being more open and expressing themselves, whether it be through sexuality or gender or just even just the clothes you wear, because this is supposed yeah. And they should know it's okay. Yeah, exactly. It's normal. It's, America, we're we're here to be free and express ourselves the well, way we want to. It's okay anywhere. Oh, I mean, uh, obviously the places that where they prosecute, not safe to do it there, but it should be okay anywhere. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, to go back to how Jay and I were discussing things, uh, we actually started off as friends in high school, right? So it really surprises me to think about from. High school years, making stupid skateboarding videos with a camcorder that recorded on cassettes to now we're set up for like this professional looking podcast talking about more serious things and trying to be more passionate about the things that we feel are important in life. Cassettes? Yeah, we recorded. (laughs) It was like a Sony Handycam and it was Handycam? Yeah, it was bad. It was a bad camera. (laughs) It was good for its time. It's good for its time. Mid two thousand, so yeah. Okay. Yeah, I 
cassettes. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm just surprised uh, that you had a uh, handicam with that yeah. cord on cassettes. I, uh, yeah, and <laughs> I've been out here in Washington for a while. Been out here for like about four years. And the only reason why I came out here was because of my significant other, Nikki. And a lot of you do know Nikki um, from other sources. <laughs> but yeah, I met her in, um, I mean, Flor- Florida, the the uh, Gulf Coast of Mexico, Florida. The Sunshine State. The Sunshine they State. Call it. I was just looking around on Tinder and. I was looking for friends, I promise. Friends. It was sure. friends. <laughs> friends. We're really good friends now. Uh huh. And uh I was just like I kinda like swiped left on a lot of people and I just saw her. She looked really friendly. She had a personal profile, so I swiped right and she would not leave me alone until I hung out with her and <laughs> basically it was game over from there. <laughs> how I am. It's how I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long journey with us too. And even before that, um I always like I can relate to you, and I'm sure Nikki can too. Is there's always been a feeling of being different, and whether that was centered around being trans or just you know the way that I express my love, uh, you know, like having multiple people to love, I'm not sure, but I definitely felt different um, as far as connecting to like people that were like, oh yeah, I just want to have a wife and kids and my white picket fence and my really nice house. And then they're going to have grandchildren. They're going to take care of me, like doing the same American thing. Um, didn't seem normal to me. I didn't see that as my future. I um, think, I think like a big part is if you, if you try to be who people want you to be, you will never be happy. If yeah. that's my advice to anyone out there. And I, I feel like I definitely fell into that. Right. I, I went to college. I got the engineering degree. I bought a house. I got married. But there was always something missing. The fence. The white picket fence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> the white picket fence. No, it was a lot of like uh, restraints, leather stuff, and whips, right? Yeah. <laughs> and like on a real note, like those things are all nice, but it's for for me, it's not necessarily about the sex. It's It's about... The communication of love, right? Right. It's, I want to be able to trust somebody 100% to be vulnerable with somebody. And maybe it's because I'm a male into today's society, but I do honestly believe that as a male, we are conditioned to be kind of like these strong, dominant figures. I am a submissive, by the way. <laughs> um but you know to to be able to like open up and be vulnerable and to kind of show emotions and to to trust somebody to kind of take over that that to me i'm gonna have like more connections with somebody like if somebody can take the time to learn what no one else knows about me right like yes like i want to learn what makes what makes Jay tick? I want him to like trust me completely. That to me is more valuable than anything else in life. So, I mean, that's kind of the connection I feel with Jenny. You know, like I feel like I can trust her with just about anything. Yeah, I think our relationship has. <laughs> 
has developed into a very, very trusting space to yeah. where we can be our complete selves around each other. Those things they say about marriage, I'm sure it's true on your ends. I swear, like everything's pretty at first, and then you're just like, you just let each other, you know, see each other for who you are, which is kind of sloppy. <laughs> can be sloppy sometimes. Sloppy. Do you want to yeah. elaborate? I mean, I don't that? like how sloppy. When I first met you, I was really dressed nice and everything. I don't. When I wake up, I'm not instantly looking like a million dollars. I look like you know, I just woke up. I mean. I think you look good in the morning. <laughs> I look rough sometimes, and she loves me through that. And I feel like that's that. Um, you know, being together with a lot with someone for a long time does that to you. Um, but yeah, you want to tell um, them why we came from Florida to Washington because it was Ooh. a really good opportunity for me. I mean, so I was in the military at the time. I mean, it's it's really simple. I'd, I was in the military at the time, and I got orders to come here. I was offered a position here in Washington, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to. I don't want to stay in Florida," which is kind of what I was on the fence of doing was getting out, you know, while I was in Florida, and I just didn't really like the climate there. Both, you know. Temperature wise and um, people, people wise. So when I was offered that, I was like, hell yeah, let's just go to Washington. I'll just do the rest of my time there and get out and stay here, stay here in Washington, far, far away from the other side of the U.S. Did you actually like transition in the military? I did actually. I did while I was there. I was in a special forces group. Ooh, that's actually really cool. I I I myself am not a an SF soldier, but um, I was you know one of the support people. I was a journalist. You were part of the t- you were part of the team. I was running around with a camera. Accounts being you know, you know, extra with my camera running around. Did you also have a gun with a camera? Uh, I mean, not not in my day to day job. No, well, I didn't. Excellent I, question. <laughs> I, I only shot with my, my camera most of the time, except with for her like, camera. Shot with her camera, not her gun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, what does that mean? I was just joking. You are definitely. <laughs> I've seen your work in in your mil- your career. Well, ex career. I mean, I still have a film career, kind of, sort of journalistic career kind yeah, of sort of you know yeah it's I'm interesting still, how i'm still working on my craft just it's more naked it's interesting a lot more naked how you've able to use your professional career in the military to <laughs> you know enhance this podcast and also the content that we, cre- we create yeah it looks okay in here yeah it looks good um it's amazing what was your job in the military specifically I was a broadcast journalist. I'm. I, I they, they've named renamed the terminology. I'm not sure what it's called. Are they called now. podcasters now? I'm <laughs> just kidding. I <laughs> mean, there <laughs> are some people in the military that are trying to do podcasts. Oh, really? Um, oh, wow. Yeah, my last unit tried to do that. It was <laughs> awkward. Um, yeah, c- you can only talk about certain like when you're because you're a broadcast journalist. You can only talk about certain things like some things you can't even mention right like well i mean in the government it's more of like 
what are we selling? Oh. And it's it's either trying to get people to join or selling the idea that what we're doing isn't bad. We promise. We're trying to do something good, you know. Do you think it's uh, hard to transition in the military? Because, you know, oh, well, I, w- I would have no experience with that. Transitioning in the South is hard enough. I can't imagine being in the military in the South doing that. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest. I had amazing leadership at the time. Oh, wow. That kind of, you know, we, we had Trump at the time, and he was very, very vocal on the internet yeah. about things. And I remember being pulled in to the office by my first sergeant, and he was just like, fuck anybody that says anything to you. You grab me immediately, and I'll kick their ass. And I was like, okay. Wow. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> That's amazing. So he he was um, very supportive. Very supportive. I had uh, most people that I you know talked to that were like close to me in that environment were were supportive. Never got like any like crazy people to like try to like insult you in public or yell at you and berate you because of their religious beliefs or anything like that. Not not I where like I was, uh, keeping in mind I was either at a function, you know, mm-hmm. covering something, and when I wasn't shooting something for video, it was kind of slow there because, you know, it's an SF unit. There's not a lot of stuff that we do that's releasable. So it's, it's more like community... Um, bringing um, outside organizations in and unfortunately like covering memorials, Mm -hmm. you know, for when things like that happen, unfortunately. So I didn't cover a lot. I wasn't out being recognized a lot when I was in Florida. I kind of like worked not in a closet, but I worked on other things that weren't putting me in the center of attention. So I think that's probably why I had an easier time during my transitions because I was kind of hidden away. That's always nice, though. And by the time I got to my new unit in Washington, you know, I was was years into my transition. As far as I understood, I was not really recognized for a while. We'll we'll talk more about that later. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Here I am. We're in Washington now. Yeah, it sounds like the military is not so bad to transition in. It depends. It depends on where you are. I've had friends that were in infantry units that said it was it was horrible. Oh. You know, I've I've yeah. had friends that were in signal units and they said it was awful. I've had friends that were in the Air Force that had horrible experiences. On the other side of things, I've had friends that had really great experience. It just really depends on your command climate. Yeah. Is your is your commander a piece of shit? Is your first sergeant a piece of shit? Then you're probably not going to be supported because of their bias if they have one. So I'm just glad we're out here now. Um I remember when we first moved out here, your the your first boss was like super cool. And oh yeah. Your first and only boss, right? She's she was really supportive. Of she everything. wasn't my only boss. Really? Well, I mean, like your the fir- oh, you mean first here? Yeah, 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 here, here. Uh, she was. She's my direct supervisor. Yeah, it seemed like like 
I know you because whenever we were together in Florida, you didn't really have that many issues with like, um, with uh, other soldiers or anything. You may you may have had one issue with like a higher up officer that I remember talking about. Ooh, but ever yeah. since we came out here, you can tell like it's kind of different. Like, like there's a lot of people that are supportive of any um anyone no matter what their gender is what their sexuality is doesn't matter what you look like they're just they just want to connect with people you know and Mm -hmm. it's been great (laughs) i love washington same i'm i'm very happy here i plan on staying i'm sorry if you don't want me here (laughs) definitely the same way a (laughs) lot better than florida yeah which kind of kind of sucks because before I moved, I saw so many people move away for the same exact reasons. And if everyone that's like us that are very open-minded and we kind of leave Florida to escape, Florida will never change. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just so tiring to be. (laughs) It is. And I know we're not the only ones. I see all of those other Florida license plates on the road out here, like, I know we're not the only people that moved out here. There's a lot. There's a lot of people moving oh, out yeah. here from Florida. Oh, yeah. I point them out every single time to Nikki. I'm like, <laughs> you see that? That's a Florida license plate. She does. Yeah. It's. It doesn't matter if it's five in a row in a parking. I'm like, oh, another Floridian. Yeah. Because yeah. no, they're, they're on their way here. They're, it's a lot of. I know. I think uh, there's another um, person that went to our school, was a couple years younger than us in grade. And she moved out here, too. And it's just, like, everyone's, like, once they realize, like, the South isn't for them, they're like, well, let's go as far away from it <laughs> as I can. Yeah. Every single time. Anytime she sees Florida <laughs> license plate, there it is. There it is. I got to announce it's there. I got to let you know that it's there. I think it's funny. Uh, So, yeah, that's a little bit of stuff about our podcast and us, where can they follow us at? Where can they support us? I know you're talking about possibly setting up a Patreon. We don't have that finalized right now, and this is not something that is necessary at all. But if you're trying to support our podcast at the beginning, Jay? Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram. We'll include the links, obviously. Yes, links down below. Like right here? Links down below. Right. Where are we going to put the links at? We'll put them below the video. I could put one like right there and then like right there. Yeah. Okay. We, (laughs) there'll just links everywhere. Uh, (laughs) Just links everywhere. (laughs) Uh, Pretty much all social media, FetLife, Twitter, Instagram. Oh, we have an unnatural to some FetLife? We do. Perfect. I don't know who created it. I wonder. It was me. I oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I was like, wait, I didn't create it. I was like, well, that's gonna be a problem. <laughs> yeah, um, our our handle is a natural to some. We got kind of lucky on the name; it was not taken anywhere. Um, you can also follow our Patreon. We are hammering out the Patreon details currently. What we are looking at is for a dollar. Not only do you get our thanks. But you also get a, a link to our feedback form where you can actually, if we talk about something that you do not like, you can 
kind of critique us. If you want to recommend an episode or a topic, you can do that. And if you just want to generally ask us a question, this doesn't guarantee that we are going to cover those topics or answer those questions, but it kind of gives us a way to look at the feedback from our audience. What do you like? What do you not like? And somewhat weeds out like the internet trolls, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want our attention, so that's the $1 tier. Um, we do have a discord server. Um, so right now the first, so the first hundred people into the discord server will just kind of be locked in for life. For I think free. that's reasonable. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. We, we want, we want to kind of have discussion. I, I would feel horrible for, someone to pay for a discord server and there's just no one there just crickets so yeah um, what's that sound like just like that just like that can we just like have that on loop in the discord until people join it just, yeah. <laughs> just have way, the like crickets. wow there really are crickets in here but yeah uh so first first hundred people you're locked in for free uh after that Probably $5 a month to get into the Discord server. We'll include links down below once that's kind of finalized. Or up here. Or over there. Just just click on her face. Just my face. It'll have a bunch of links on it. <laughs> um, and then there, we're, we're still trying to finalize everything. We're thinking about doing um, a book club that will kind of alternate between different books some um, books that we're covering and episodes and right. maybe have group discussions with those books. Y'all want as me well. to read? Yes, definitely. Jay Wheeler will personally read paragraphs to you for bedtime stories. <gasps> oh yeah, kidding. can I'm you please kidding. read? Can you please please read? Although, if you want that to happen, dollar suggestions, remember. <laughs> someone someone did Okay, someone every single time points out how they really love listening to my voice and they would pay for me to read them a book until they fell asleep. So that's, that's the inside joke there. Um, but we do. So for instance, we are, we're working on our first series. Oh yeah. Um, first research series, William Marston. There is a movie out there. <gasps> the Wonder Woman. Yes. He's the inventor or the creator, sorry, the creator of Wonder Woman. However, he lived a very interesting life of oh, yeah. being in the BDSM kind of side of things, being polyamory. He invented um, the the lie detector. He had multiple degrees from Harvard. He established the disc theory. I could go on and on. Huge, um, huge supporter of female rights. Correct. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was a huge supporter of female rights. That actually shaped um the whole image of wonder woman Mm -hmm. it's it's a very interesting story some of you might have seen the movie that came out a few years ago they got some stuff right got some stuff wrong um but the story itself is very interesting and fascinating this guy lived 100 years ago and he did not care yeah 100 years ago he was holding press releases where he flat out said like the female race is going to be supreme and everyone should kind of <laughs> bow down to, to, to women, women and stuff. <laughs> yeah. and, and we're going to dive pretty gonna, yeah. heavily into detail about that. Yeah. So we're going to dive heavily in, into that. But um, with that research, we are, we are reading multiple books. Um, that's something that I kind of want to like 
involve our viewers a lot more into. So as we kind of go through and read books, if you want to be involved with the the book club, kind of get kind of more one-on-one attention with us, be involved in our research, have discussions with us about the content that we're reading. You There'll be a Patreon eventually. There'll be a Patreon tier for that. You'll get access to a separate Discord channel. And yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of go through that together. Yeah, we'll have group discussions about what we're reading. Group Yay, um, maybe reading. even uh, you get a sneak peek at what we're about to discuss or something. Um, we might be reading something and being like, "This we're going to discuss this in a future episode. Go ahead and read the book. And you'll be informed about what we're discussing. And then you can put your own opinion with the dollar feedback. Be like, hey, uh, I think what you're talking about was completely wrong. That was that was not right. And, I mean, it's, it's plethora of options because we want to involve, like we were saying before, we want to involve you in our, edu- in our education and further educate others as right. well. Right, right. And also when something that I've, kind of realize when researching William Marston is there's so much information. We oh, we yeah. are not going to cover everything. Plethora. So reading the book, you're going to get the full the full story, all the details, um, something that we can't even cover in multiple episodes of a podcast. Yeah. I I was when we were talking about covering the subject, I, I kind of, you know, did a Google search and I was like, "Oh gosh." There's a lot here. <laughs> There's a lot here. It, it was a little intimidating. Um, I watched the movie first, got inspired, started going down the rabbit hole. It was a little intimidating because of how much there is out there on this guy. Um, however, I thought it was a great first topic. Oh, yeah. Since BDSM, poly. And he, he kind of like laid out the foundation for it. I'm really excited to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, one of the first... I, I think, from what I know, one of the first people in the public eye that everyone knew that he was in a poly relationship of some sort. And it's a great starting point for... Well, not everyone, but... For us. Unfortunately, they... Yeah. So he, he actually hid it. He hid it for a while. He tried to hide it. Um, I, I believe that his his friends and co-workers kind of suspected, but even the children. So they... Because he had a wife and then a girlfriend on the side, even the children didn't know like who, who was whose mother, oh, until much later in life. It's it's a we we'll go deeper oh, yeah. into it. It's a it's yeah. a very it's a whole thing. Story. It's yeah. a whole thing, but a great starting point yes. for us, especially since you know, I'm kind of new to learning about BDSM. I'm I'm yes, both of us. Yeah, are. I'm 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 very. For the longest time, I, I, I considered myself pretty vanilla. So I've been getting my feet wet. And I, I I think that this was kind of a good introduction for me. Oh, oh, so this is what it's about. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, I, th- I think the I think uh, William Marston has a lot to relate to us as far as the group yeah. as a whole. So if you're interested in hearing about those subjects... We, those will be coming out very soon. We're gonna do a series on that. I think we're we're planning on a few episodes on on I, Billy, right? I I think. Did you did you call him Billy? Willie. 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 William. William. I'll just call him Doctor. 
Sorry. <laughs> we we have a we have a few episodes we're planning on releasing with that, right? That's going to come out in almost like a series. Yes. Um, it it really depends on how much dialogue back and forth we have, how much discussion. But as of right now, it looks like it's going to be two or three episodes. Perfect. Oh. Awesome. Be very nice. Yeah, you can take a look at those soon. Um, we'll be including links to all our social medias as far as Unnaturals as some goes. And like Jay was telling you, we have the Patreon tiers. We're working on them yes. at the moment. By the time you view this video, it'll probably be established. Yeah. 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 And we'll be even more professional. <laughs> yeah. Woo. So professional. Professional. But thanks for joining us tonight. And uh, we'll talk to you soon about William Marston. Thanks for stopping by. Stay kinky. Are you just staring at the camera? Okay, was that good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.